Sussex Radio's update with Lewis Foster. Fast my good evening, it's half past five and this is update for Friday the 19th of January 2024 from Manx Radio. Lewis Foster here bringing you a 30 minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man. Plus background to that news, Manx sport, business, sea watch and travel updates and the newsmakers in person. This evening, hopes to save the Southern Pool with a rates rise, increase in referrals to domestic violence charity, elderly choosing between heating and eating, where are we with hate crime legislation and FC Isle of Man prepare to face Kendall Town. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. But now with the time at 29 minutes before six with the update news headlines, Fastamai, Chanel Suku. Fastamai. Severe gales are expected to hit the Isle of Man on Sunday. A yellow weather warning will be in place from 3 p.m. until 6 a.m. on Monday as Storm Isha brings strong south or southwest winds, which will increase to severe gale force. A Russian MHK says lessons need to be learned from what he calls a half-baked report into the island's regional pools. It's after the Department of Education, Sport and Culture revealed plans to to close the southern facility at the end of the financial year. And new laws preventing the gas provider from cutting off vulnerable residents in the winter months have now come into effect. In December, the House of Keys and Legislative Council pushed through the bill in a single day. Government says it will continue to monitor disconnections. In international news, Tata Steel's confirmed the transition towards greener energy will cost up to 2,800 jobs. Nearly all will go at the plant in South Wales. A man who blackmailed dozens of women and girls as young as seven has been sentenced to 24 years in prison. Anthony Burns was found guilty of more than 40 charges. And Japan has become the fifth country to land a spacecraft on the moon. The control room has made contact with the sniper probe, but its condition is yet to be fully assessed. Those are your headlines. News at six. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's private client team. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Thank you, Guramaya Chanel. And you may be surprised to hear there's no weather warning currently in place. There is one for Sunday, though. A yellow warning for severe gales from 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon until 6 a.m. Monday. Storm Isha expected to affect the island with strong south or southwest winds increasing to severe gale force during the evening, then veering westerly overnight before starting to decrease towards dawn on Monday. Gusts generally 55 to 65 miles per hour across the island, leading to some damage and disruption to travel. We'll look at how that's impacting, impacting sailings shortly. Meanwhile, dry this evening with clear spells, then turning cloudy later on with rain arriving by the end of the night. Fresh to strong southwest winds will increase strong to near gale force with minimum temperatures down to around 6 degrees. Cloudy tomorrow with outbreaks of rain at first, but this will soon clear for a time with strong southwest winds and a top temperature up to 9 degrees. Further rain then arrives in the evening as the wind backs south and increases strong to gale force, turning heavy at times before clearing overnight, the wind backing southwest and easing slightly as it clears. Sunrise tomorrow, 8.24, sunset, 4.35. Manx Glass and Glazing are able to offer an emergency out-of-hours boarding-up service. Call 491918. 
Now, an island charity is warning some elderly residents are still having to choose between heating and eating. Age Concern Isle of Man has told Manx Radio there are lots who are still struggling due to the cost of living crisis. Steve Dawson and Maureen Calburn are from the charity. Uh, whilst gas prices have come down, electricity prices have gone up. Uh, a lot of people are still struggling. And with the kindness of a number of sponsors, uh, we've managed to do it again. Uh, we've got three more lunches, or four more lunches coming off. The next one is on the 25th of January. And then we've got the 8th of February, 22nd of February, and the 7th of March at the present moment. So we, we made sure that we had enough funds to be able to manage this until March. And then, like Steve said, we'll review it. Uh, and if it's still like this, which it could be, carry on. My name says age concern and you know we worry about older people in the community. They need company, they need to be talking to people and they need to be fed. You know a number of people have said what do we eat or heat you know and we've made that decision as age concern that it's important that they have a hot meal. You know with the support of our board the Manx Legion we've carried it forward. It's been a great success and we know the numbers of people who came at Christmas for argument's sake just under 100 people how appreciative they were of, of what we're trying to do. Since we first started it, uh, some 12, 18 months ago, the numbers have steadily risen. There's no two ways about that. Uh, but on that point as well, as Maureen spoke about before, you know, our hardship fund, uh, we try to help people as much as we can. We've had queries or uh, letters for assistance, and some of the bills have been horrendous. You know, I'm talking £1,500, £1,600. Whatever we decide to sort of try and help is not going to make a big difference. You know, our advice is firstly that you should talk to the utility company concerned um, because at the end of the day, nobody wants anybody to get cut off. Um, but the Warm Spaces um, is a great venue because they can come and talk to us. You know, we can sit in the corner, have a chat and, and help them and direct them in the right direction of who they should be speaking to. Now, a big story this week, of course, the Southern Swimming Pool. We do have a couple of pieces lined up to play, but uh, before that, some breaking news. Uh, Tessa Hawley, Manx Radio's news editor, we've just had this to us in the last few minutes. Tell us what it what it says. Yeah, that's right, Lewis. So, um, in effect, it's another government U-turn. The Department of Education and Sport and Culture has confirmed that it will continue to provide the financial support needed to enable the ongoing operation of the Southern Swimming Pool down in Castletown. Now, that's because a proposal has been presented to the department that would enable the pool to continue to operate within the current subvention. That follows a meeting that was held last night, which involved the Southern Swimming Pool Board, the Southern MHKs and the local political representatives. Now, the Minister of the Department, that's Julie Edge, acknowledges she says that this has been a very difficult period and she would like to recognise the work that has taken place within the community to present what she's called a workable plan. She says, I am sure all parties will acknowledge that the Southern Pool is coming to the end of its economic life and we're all looking to minimise the gap between failure of the current facilities and the development of a replacement pool. Now, she adds that she's seeking to clarify the future plans for the pool as part of the new Castle Russian High School development and she'll do that in the House of Keys on Tuesday. Gormayad, thank you, Tessa. Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates.
Now, 27 referrals have been made to a charity which helps victims of crime on the Isle of Man since the start of the year. Victim Support has told Manx Radio it's noticed an increase in the number of people seeking their assistance in recent years. Lorna Trevathan is the chief executive. I think post-pandemic, I think it's brought mental health to a fore and I think people see it. I'm not going to put up with this. I know there's a way I can get out of this and they want to actually get that support now. And so... It's hard to say there's an increase in, in crime. Um, obviously, we think there's there's more prosecutions going through for domestic abuse due to the new legislation, but we actually see clients before they've reported to the police. So it's I just think there's more of a willingness to talk about it, and obviously that's what we're about. We want people to be aware of what domestic abuse is and, and, and recognise the signs of it and actually come forward and seek that support, even if they don't want to report it to the police at this point. Now, with domestic abuse, you know, um, what are some of the reasons for it? Is it like increased cost of living pressures? That's a million dollar question, isn't it? There's all sorts of reasons. Obviously, financial pressures is is one. Just the makeup of some some people and and the uh, the dynamics of that relationship. Drug abuse, alcohol abuse. I think there's just much more recognition. It's hard. Put your finger in the air kind of thing. Well, in the UK, they've got this new thing that they want to introduce Mm -hmm. called a fleeing fund or a flee fund. And that's to help uh, victims of domestic abuse to get out of that environment. Um, Is that something that you'd like to see us introduce here? Or is that something you'd welcome? Absolutely, we would welcome seeing more men coming forward now. And they have no sort of support there you know they're more reliant on friends and family to help them get out of those situations so we would absolutely welcome um, a a fund similar and would love to work with government to help that come about. Now before we had that news that the Southern Pool could be remaining open Aubrey and Russian commissioners agreed to up its rates in order to support it. Local democracy reporter Emma Draper has the story. It's a recommendation from the Department of Education, Sports and Culture but Timwald will have the final vote next month. Chair and Board Representative of Aubrey and Russian Commissioners Stan Pilling described the reaction from residents. We have as a board had a number of representations from various people expressing their views and shock and loss of the loss. The board says it has vowed to do everything it can to reverse the decision, which includes raising the pool rates. This will rise from six pence to six point one pence in the pound. Residents who live in the south, west and north pay a rate for their respective pools, but this is separate from the general rate. Mr Pilling hopes that more of the southern local authorities will support the facility in this way. Well, we believe it's the right thing to do. It's a facility that's been underfunded for many, many years. In a statement, the commissioners claim the decision is based on flawed assumptions and is a worst-case scenario, which is likely to lead to greater expense to the government than keeping the pool open. It also says there's a social and educational cost for residents in the south, which the board believes hasn't been considered by the departments. Mr Pilling says this will impact the children in the parish. Well, it would need to be bussed elsewhere, which would increase the, the, the travelling costs. But more importantly, it would take the children away from school for twice the length of time as they are now and be sat on a bus instead of sat in a classroom. A reminder, an update on that story now available at manxradio.com. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. 
Now some news we can be sure of. The Manxman's on her way back from Hesham should arrive back here for 6.37. Quick turnaround as she's due to depart from Douglas again later tonight at a quarter past seven to arrive back into Hesham at 11 o'clock. Overnight return looking fine, but starting tomorrow morning, we're told to expect possible disruption or cancellation. We've heard before, of course, about Storm Isha and that warning of severe gales on Sunday. All eight services from 8 o'clock on Saturday until 1.20am on Monday could be affected by the adverse weather conditions. If you are due to sail this weekend, remember you can find all the latest information at steampacket.com and, of course, right here on Manx Radio. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. Now, FC Isle of Man's manager believes his squad is learning and developing each week as they have another chance to turn around their recent poor form in the NWCFL Premier Division this weekend. The Manx side host Kendall Town at the Bowl on Saturday. Paul Jones has given his thoughts on their latest opposition, who beat the Ravens twice last season. The home game, when we played early in the new year, in 2023, we played them. I think we were beaten. There was a couple of mistakes, which, you know, seems to be following us around at the moment. And the away game, I thought, we, we deserved to get something out of it and we were the better team and, and conceded two very quick goals just before half time and we, we know quite a lot about them we know where we can get at them and we know where they're strong and where we need to be careful and you know, as I say the, the player group's in a, in a really good place really wants to push ahead and you know everyone feels like we could be and should be a top five side the reality of the situation is we're not and the reality of that situation is it's usually because of our own making so we need, really need to focus on doing the right things at the right times in both boxes and and we'll start to to show each other and other people that, that we're capable of mixing it at the top of the table. And this is a really good test for us on Saturday to do that with against the team who are, have been up around those kind of top five places all season. It'll be a, a stiff test. You know, the lads are very ready to go and give a good account of themselves. Certainly on the pitch, our players are, are constantly kind of learning and developing and they have a good opportunity. They've played against players this season already who have played professional football in, in League 1, League 2 within their careers or players who have played much higher in the semi-professional game in the National League and the couple of leagues below that. So they're getting exposed to a really good level of player and good level of football. And, you know, sometimes we all need to be a little bit patient with them to remember that the step is a big step from local football to the level they're trying to play at the moment. We believe they're capable of it and we've seen it for large parts of lots of games this season and our job really just, and it's a big just, to put that level of performance together for 95 minutes on a Saturday and then follow it up the week after and follow it up the week after. And that's the challenge at the moment. Manx Radio Business Briefing. Aerospace parts manufacturer Carmen said on Friday that it has agreed to be taken private by Arcline Investment Management in a $1.8 billion deal. Under the terms of the agreement, Carmen shareholders will receive $46 per share in cash, which is a premium of around 105% to the closing price on Thursday. For a full daily market report, go to ramseycrookall.com. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European stock markets closed mixed, erasing gains through the morning and previous session. The dollar was on track to rise for the week, adding to solid gains so far this year, as the US economy and pushback from central bankers has caused traders to dial down expectations of swift falls in interest rates. Oil was flat but headed for a weekly gain as traders assess Middle East tensions and oil output disruptions caused by cold weather in the US. 
Gold drifted higher but was set to log its biggest weekly decline in six after the Federal Reserve countered wider market expectations of an early interest rate cut. At the close, the FTSE 100 up 0.04% to 7,461. The DAX down 0.07% to 16,555. The Dow Jones up 0.36% to 37,601. The S&P 500 up 0.38% to 4,799. The Nasdaq up 0.49% to 15,129. And the British pound sterling trading at 1.267 US dollars and 1.164 euros. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater from Ramsey Crookhall and you pay in monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house of the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookhall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookhall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Isle of Man Water Sports. Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Well, here's what you need to know if you're sailing, kayaking, windsurfing, paddleboarding, sea swimming, diving, surfing, or all of the above this weekend. Saturday, wind southwest 7 or gale 8, decreasing 6 or 7 around lunchtime, then increasing south southwest 7 or gale 8 again in the evening. Wave height 3 to 4 metres, wave period 7 or 8 seconds, high tide 6.40am and 7pm. On Sunday, wind southwest 5 or 6, increasing south 7 or gale 8 in the afternoon, wave height 2 to 4 metres, wave period 7 or 8 seconds, high tide at 8am and 8.20pm. Manx Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio. An Onken woman has narrowly avoided being sent to prison after perverting the course of justice. Joanne Fenton of Royal Avenue West was told she'd committed an extremely serious offence during sentencing at Douglas Courthouse. Tessa Hawley reports. The 44-year-old had threatened to pull out of a house sale if her daughter didn't withdraw an assault complaint which she'd made against her mother. The court heard that Fenton, who has no previous convictions, had sent her ex-partner a number of messages on the 12th of June last year. In them, she told him, I suggest you tell her to retract her statement and drop the charges. She also threatened to make her own police complaint and added, I'm not going anywhere. Fenton's advocate told the court his client was struggling to cope with the breakdown of her family unit at the time. He added the messages were sent in the spur of the moment in retaliation to aggressive messages that she'd received from her former partner, including one which said she was a waste of air. 
the court was told the house sale did go through. Sentencing Fenton to three months' custody, suspended for 12 months, Deemster Graham Cook told her, an act of this nature passes the custody threshold. You clearly acted without thinking, but the implication of what you did could have been profound. You were trying to put a spanner in the works. Fenton was also placed under a 12-month suspended sentence supervision order. Manx Radio Sport. With today's sporting news, Fast Amai, Darren Timpson. Fast Amai, starting with football and the first fixtures of this year's Woods Cup form a big part of the latest games coming up this weekend. Eight teams will contest the preliminary round matches from 1.15pm on Saturday, which will include a meeting of the top two division sides, Castletown and Foxdale. League matches are due to get started from tonight as St John's host Douglas Royal at 7pm. Elsewhere, other league fixtures across the respective divisions will get underway at 2pm tomorrow, with the exception of St Mary's vs Union Mills in Combination 1, which gets underway at the earlier time of 1.45pm. Meanwhile, with a break this weekend in Manx Rugby for Douglas and Vagabonds, the focus this weekend turns to local competition and the Ravenscroft Manx Shield. Two ties are scheduled for Saturday afternoon, one of those sees Southern Nomads host Western Vikings at Ballykillia Park. Manx Radio's rugby correspondent Dave Christian thinks it could be an opportunity for both sides to find some more momentum. Vikings building up for a Cheshire Plate final need to come good at some stage and need to get 15 players onto a field and playing as a team. Nomads do have the players, they're just not clicking in the right order. Should be a Nomads win on paper. In the other game, Castletown face Isle of Man Barbarians at Paulson Park. Finally, the frontrunners are beginning to emerge across the Manx men's and ladies hockey leagues as we head into the latest round of fixtures tomorrow. Among the latest clashes, current undefeated ladies Premier League leaders Vikings A come up against rivals Backers A. Manx Radio's hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham thinks whilst Vikings will start today as favourites, Backers A are more than capable of springing a surprise. Backers could prove a shock on the day, but then Vikings have been known to up it when they play against Backers. This game will be really close. It could just come down to just one simple mistake, or it just could come down to one billion attack by backers. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Well, starting over at the airport, there was a delay on that Logan Air London City flight, but it should be departing around about now. Also, the Liverpool EasyJet, delayed by the inbound flight arriving late, I believe, should be on its way. All that's left tonight is a six o'clock Logan Air flight to Liverpool, looking on time currently. Over on the roads, after an interesting few days, conditions have certainly improved, but police say all roads open and please be mindful of the continuing low temperatures and damp roads from melting ice. A reminder as well, due to the poor weather forecast, the planned closure of Braddon Bridge has been called off this weekend, the one-way system from Peel staying in place. Diversion along the Newcastletown Road and Saddle Road for motorists leaving Douglas. The resurfacing works there due to be finished at the end of the month. Elsewhere in Douglas, until tomorrow, temporary lights towards the bottom end of Summer Hill for emergency gas repairs. Until the 28th, temporary lights on Victoria Road near Linden Grove for work on the road surface. In Douglas until Sunday, temporary lights on Lord Street as well between the bus station and Duke Street for scaffolding work. And in Onken, temporary lights until the 29th of February on King Edward Road between Groudall and the A2, 24 hours a day for trial pit work. In Silverdale, until the 25th of January, the Silverdale Road is closed between the Balamoda and the Phil Draw Road for resurfacing work. And up in Bride, until the 2nd of February, temporary lights on the West Kimmerig Road, 24 hours a day for ditching work. 
And in Lexi, it's the last day supposedly for those temporary lights on the main road near the Mines pub, 24 hours a day for patching works. Ask how you can spread the cost interest-free at Keyside. Now, giving courts aggravated sentencing powers would reduce incidents of hate crime, according to the Home Affairs Minister. The hate crime bill is one of the new laws the current administration wants to bring in before the 2026 general election. Jane Paul Wilson says the legislation needs to be carefully crafted. The focus in the Isle of Man, and I think we have to remember we absolutely legislate for ourselves, and any legislation that we bring forward would go out to consultation in any event, so I think that's really, really important to note. If we are legislating, we are legislating to address challenges and and issues that we face as an island, so it's not particularly relevant as to perhaps what another jurisdiction perceives to be challenges that it needs to legislate for. I think two things have come up that I'm very aware of that it is worth us considering tackling in the Isle of Man. One is the abuse that's sadly increasingly the experience of our frontline emergency workers. It is a concern, sadly, that we do now see people in some instances actually assaulting, but also an increased level of of abuse towards people performing their duties. So I do think that is something that allowing for aggravated sentencing powers for a court in those situations is absolutely important and I think would make a difference to our frontline emergency service workers. I think in the context of hate crime, sadly we have had incidences particularly related to homophobia but not just that, actually related to people's religious and and racial origin where People have given abuse to other people verbally, but sadly we have had assault cases. And in my view, that sort of assault is unacceptable in any event and is already against the law. But I think if the assault or the treatment is motivated clearly and there is clear evidence by a protected characteristic such as somebody's sexual orientation or their religious beliefs or race, then again, I would be in favour of of a court having the power to provide enhanced aggravating sentences in an appropriate case, which would be within the court's power to, to look at based on all the evidence. And a good day for the island and its people. That's how MHK Jason Morehouse reacted after his bid for a review into the practices of the steam packet resulted in a select committee being formed. Just currently everyone is a loser. The customer feels that they aren't being treated adequately. They contact the politicians. The politicians say it's an arms length situation. We get questions in Keys and Timwald. They go to the media and rather this hands... I'm sorry, this arm's length situation, it looks like a hands-on situation and it just builds frustration. It's sending out the wrong image, nothing's getting done and it's just a case of a simple review of the situation, identifying possible ways forward and it can be in a better place and it it was that simple. And you ended up with an awful lot more than you bargained for. That's it, yeah. I came this morning, I wanted a simple review of the situation in terms of how the users of the scene packet were actually able to get issues resolved. I've actually come out with a committee that's going to actually review key areas of how the scene packet fits into government in terms of things like the user agreement and in terms of things like the position with Treasury. And that's it for updates compiled from the resources of the Manx Radio Newsroom. Thank you, Guramaya, to newsreader Chanel Suku and producer Amy Griffiths. Hope you have a great weekend. Stick around after the news for Friday Sport Preview with Rob Pritchard and Darren Timpson.